All right, we're here on the podcast. One of my original long-term sponsors is Strengthly, and the owner and founder has become a good friend of mine, one of the funniest, most amusing, but also smartest people I know. I know I just surprised you with those compliments, Joe, but I have Joe Nissim on the phone. Good morning, Jay. All the way from Dirty Jersey. New Jersey, baby. <laughs> representing. And, you know, we were talking before this, and I wanted to have you on more so to thank you for what you've done. You, you know, you've given my clients access to you know, a discount sometimes to the product. And, you know, first of all, let me, let me preempt everything we're about to discuss with. I only would recommend it if I believed in it and used it, and it's my go-to for protein. I don't take a ton of supplements and I, I don't even take a protein supplement daily, but I always have a bag of repair or complete on hand and probably two or three times a week if I'm needing some immediate post-workout or I need some protein before bed, Strengthly is the only product I'll take. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate that. And we appreciate the support from day one. It's, this has been a great relationship and we love, we love working with you, and we love working with your clients, so thank you as well. You know, and, and they love it because, you know, from a macro perspective, especially that, you know, repair, it's like almost only protein. So I always say, hey, have some purely protein on hand, whether it's turkey or repair, it doesn't matter. You know, so you can kind of close the gap on those last few numbers of your protein with a half a scoop or a full scoop or, or whatever it is to, to make your day perfect with the protein macronutrient yeah absolutely and, and we found that a lot of flexible dieters um, love both products because especially if you have you know it's late at night and you're 20 or 25 grams short on protein it's a really easy way without distorting your other macronutrients so a lot of flexible dieters love it. a lot of people who follow the macro idea of dieting really love our both products so yes it definitely definitely works you know, and, and one thing that's happened is obviously you look up to me as a big, you know, I'm like a mentor to you and you wow. admire me that's, and I'm start there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you saw what was going on in, in, in my world with my nutrition and, and the people I was working with. And I, I think you had just kind of gotten back from a from you, you know, you travel a lot promoting the, the company. You're all over Colorado. And if memory serves me correctly, correctly, you're in Chicago binging on deep dish pizza. Actually, I was uh, I was in Colorado and um, I was binging on deep dish pizza. I was binging on burgers and fries in Colorado. Um, but that was before that was before uh, pot was legal, so it wasn't. You can't even blame it on the munchies. No, it was definitely the munchies. It's always legal in Colorado. But, <laughs> but um, actually, you know, the, the funny thing is is that um, what nobody tells you when you start a business is how hard it's going to be. And, uh, and you know this, Jay, from running your own business, is that it can be very time-consuming. It can be very emotionally challenging. And um, a lot of your demons will come up. And uh, I came back from a trip from Colorado. I weighed myself out of box in Colorado. It was uh, Project Rise Denver. And I looked down at the scale and I weighed 235 pounds. Now, if you don't know me or know what I look like, I'm five foot five. 
So 235 is a lot of weight. But you're, I mean... You, you hold it well, you've always, you're a stocky dude, and those that don't know you, don't sell yourself short, you're, you are a pretty phenomenal lifter, and I think you were, you were doing, you had some sort of wrist injury, right? But before that, That's you were, correct. you were like. Yeah, so, uh, I was a competitive weightlifter, before I got hurt, I was um, at a national level, I probably would have qualified for some international competition, I was really kind of hitting my stride when I got hurt. So as an 85-kilo lifter, which is 187 pounds, I had snatched uh, roughly 275 and jerked about 360. So those numbers were pretty respectable, and they're getting better. And I got hurt, and kind of my world tumbled. Now, again, I was also competing in the 187-pound class, and my last competition was in 2007. So... It, it was um, it was a journey, you know. It was it was really fun lifting weights, and you know, you fast forward nine years later, and you're fifty pounds heavier, and you're like, where did time go, and what the hell happened? And that's when I picked up the phone and I called you. I said, I'm in the nutrition business, and I don't look like it, and I don't feel like it anymore. And um, that's a really tough spot to be in. It's a very tough spot to admit to yourself that you're in. Um, and I needed to do something about it, and that's when I picked up and called you, And because although the business was starting to take off and having success, I knew I would never be able to take this business or myself to the next level if I didn't start transforming myself as much as I was transforming our business, my business. So it's, you know, that was, what, Jay, nine months ago now? Yeah, probably Ten about months. that, yep. Yeah. Right, so... And we're looking at we're you know forty pounds down from from that time. Actually, was at one ninety five this morning, which is you know uh, it's amazing. But you know it was a battle. I mean, you're looking at forty pounds in in ten months. It's four pounds a month, uh, which is not a ton. But you know, being able to do it consistently is important. Um, and it, you know, obviously, there's some months that are better than others. But I'll tell you, I think that. Um, the one thing that I don't think people realize about what dieting does and what any nutritionist does is the battles that come along during the way. And, you know, dieting at its core is pretty simple. Um, you eat the right foods at the right times and you'll lose weight. But there is a but nobody tells you about all the emotional stuff, all those thoughts in your head that are going to come in and tell you you can or tell you that you shouldn't or tell you that you're not worthy or all those things that kind of happen. And I call them the, the dieting demons um, that make it really hard to lose weight even when you want to be doing the right things. I think that's the real value. And, and those are the biggest lessons that I've taken away from you as somebody I'll come to and is my mentor and has better hair and better abs. Yeah, know? that's right. That's right. Don't don't sell me short on that. So <laughs> and, and you always take the opportunity to plug your abs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't have a lot going on for me, so I have to, you know, take what I can get. My hair and my abs are about it. So That's true. That's true. It's limited. You got four good things going for you. I'm growing a pretty <laughs> sweet beard though right now, so yeah, I saw that. It looks pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it is pretty gross, actually. <laughs> um, so, 
And you know what's what's admirable about, about that is I, I think you you lost weight for for personal growth. Obviously, you were you know no one wants to look in the mirror and not be happy, but you were doing it also to show your your you know people that you believe in in your product and you obviously use your product along the way, and you've created kind of more of a lifestyle that goes along with it. When I was always surprised because you and I weren't someone that were chatting every day about your weight and. There were definitely times when I was like, ah, I don't know what Joe's doing. I don't know if he's still doing it. And then you'd hit me up and you'd be like, right. I'm down this, I'm down that. And it's it's pretty awesome to see your performance in, in CrossFit has improved. You you look better. Dramatically. You know, yeah. and, and then, Dramatically. What? It's, I'm sorry, I keep cutting off because no. I like talking, but. Well, well, no, what were you going to say? What were you going to say about your performance? Well, I was going to say, you know, that there is, you know, uh, there's a couple things that, that come to mind when you bring those topics up. One, you know, using the products and performance and so on and so forth. You know, the the beauty of this whole thing is, you know, what this entire process has taught me. And it's been a very, very uh, integral part of my life these past 10 months because I've learned so much along this process. And I'll tell you there, the most important thing is, is that you learn to reinvest back into yourself. And one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to take the journey that one of our customers would take for losing mass amounts of weight, coming back to the gym, sitting at a desk, and taking that journey that our customers would take. I needed to take it as well. And what I learned is, you know, as a business owner, and especially as a supplement business owner, we tend to get very, very caught up in the science of our products. And we want to put our products head-to-head -head against other products and always compare them on cleanliness and, and whether they have less ingredients or if they have the best ingredients or if this ingredient does this or this ingredient does that. And what we came to realize, or I came to realize more specifically, is what is our product doing for somebody day in and day out? Does it help them lose weight? Does it help them feel better? Does it help them get better physically or emotionally? If we do that, then we've won. Then what we've done is something good, that we've put something in somebody's hands that's going to help them be a better mother or father or a CrossFitter or an employee. If we're helping you be more focused at work and getting more work done, if we're helping you in the gym to improve your performance, then we've won. If we're helping you lose weight, then we've won. And we want, you know, and the goals of our new branding – Jay, you're aware of this, but obviously your listeners are not, is that we really kind of the motto that we're taking is getting better every day, is just get a little bit better every single day. If you can do one positive thing every single day and our products can help that process, then we win. Then we win every single day. And that's the only thing because these small changes that, you know, that anybody makes or adds to their diet, you know, and most of the things that help me lose this weight and improve performance were very small changes executed consistently day in and day out. And I think that's the most important thing that we've added to our brand and that we've added to our products and that we've added to our business as a whole. And, you know, from a performance standpoint, you know, my weights and performance has, it's it shot up through the roof. I mean, from a typical CrossFit side, I've taken my friend time down over six minutes um, I can now complete workouts like Mary, like Diane, things I couldn't do before. I couldn't do handstand push-ups. Um, and I, 
you know, my goal was one, just to be able to finish it. Um, I was actually able to finish the Open RX this year, which was again just another big goal for me. You know, and not that they were necessarily, you know, goals that are, you know, they're Rich Froning or Ben Smith status, where you know, making it to the CrossFit Games. But you know, I set a goal for myself, and I do it, and that's how my performance improved, and that was the most important thing to me. And I think that's for any of us who are going through this journey, for anybody who's doing the flexible diet, for any of us who've lost a lot of weight, I think one thing we all learn is that setting those little goals day in, day out, week in, week out, are what ultimately help us make those big changes over longer periods of time. It's what fuels that transformation pick, you know? It's where when we take a look at that and say, oh my God, I can't believe that was me. Because you don't even recognize yourself because that person you know, has changed so much. But how that change happens is really only over time. So I think that's the real beauty of this whole thing. And, you know, the poor wellness are only symptoms of what's changing inside of you. you you're getting so deep right now, Joe. So I know, I know. So I'm so excited. I'm so passionate about this. There's just, like, I can't stop talking about it. I mean, I, I call you twice a week to tell you this stuff, so. You do. But um, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree, and I think, you know, what it, what it sounds like is you've really just created this lifestyle change, and I think that's what people need to understand about flexible eating and changing your nutrition is it's not just, hey, some diet that you could drop weight for a month and, and gain it back and it's not depriving yourself but you've you know you've learned a lot along the way and you and and now you're inspired to take what you've learned obviously apply it to your business and and really it changed the entire trajectory of where you were going in my opinion you're no longer just some supplement company like the others in the space even in the crossfit space you know what none of them are doing is saying hey this is part of a a, your life. This is part of your nutrition and this is part of your lifestyle. They're just like, hey, have this post-workout or, or have this pre-workout you know, uh, supplement. But, but no one's doing what you're doing and saying we, we want you to do this in addition or as part of a well-rounded nutrition plan. Yeah, I mean that's, you know, and that's the big issue is that as a, as a supplement, it, being part of the supplement world, unfortunately all of us are 20 years behind the curve. None of us are giving nutrition advice. None of us are addressing nutrition. And unfortunately, supplements in a bubble don't work. Um, and, you know, it's really, it's not necessarily fair to our customers to say, you know, take this post-workout because it's going to help you recover. For most people, I think they understand it conceptually, but it doesn't necessarily translate to... Any, any real part of their life. I know that I, I don't want to feel sore the next day, so maybe I'll take a recovery supplement. But the bigger part of that is, you know, if if you understand nutrition, and you understand this pretty well, Jay, your proper nutrition and balanced nutrition will help curve cravings. I think that's something, again, that we all deal with. So the point of taking something post-workout is not only to, to set up not being sore tomorrow or getting a better workout tomorrow, but it's to not be in the freezer, you know, going to town on ice cream at 11 o'clock at night because I didn't eat properly after a workout. Our body has certain 
needs after a workout, after we put ourselves through an enormous amount of stress inside of a workout, whether if it's a CrossFit workout or whether it's a Zumba workout or whether you're going out and running five miles, you're putting your body under stress, especially if you're sitting at a desk all day. You know, going from sitting at a desk all day to getting up and working out intensely for an hour, an hour and a half, or however long anybody's working out, is really putting stress on your body and not necessarily supporting your body is what ends up leading, you know, people having this kind of misshapen relationship with food. And that's why we built our products and, and we're breaking the complete context of how to use our products. You know, our supplement products are tools. They are tools to make your life and your nutrition better. Our repair is a post-workout product. It absolutely is. It's best used as a post-workout product. But more importantly, it's helping stop those cravings at 11 o'clock at night. Our complete product is that tool that's going to keep you away from the vending machine, you know, especially in the middle of the day. It's 2 o'clock. My email pilot, my boss is screaming at me. I have the phone is ringing off the hex. My cell phone is buzzing. There's a ton of things going on. Sometimes we just step to the vending machine because we need to get away from our desk to get away from the stress for two minutes, and we might indulge in something that's not necessarily the best thing for us that actually compounds the stress instead of relieving the stress. And that's why we built our complete tool. You know, if you're struggling eating breakfast, right, and jump-starting your metabolism in the morning, that's why we have our complete tool. You know, if you're an athlete and you're looking to get something in before bed, that's why we have our complete tool. And then, you know, all the product that we'll add subsequently to our line in the next couple of quarters is going to be geared to build, again, being tools more so than necessarily as part of the grand nutritional plan instead of just being a product in a bubble. And some of the other things that we have that we're developing in conjunction with you, Jane, and some of the things that you teach and that you promote and that are becoming out in your book, it is, you know, building those nutrition plans, being able to come into our website and getting a full service experience of we're going to teach you how to eat, we're going to give you the tools to help you succeed, and then we're going, to, we're going to build in that accountability piece as well by having contact with you know, people in our organization that are going to help make sure that you are getting those results that you need. And that's really what we want to build strictly to be, is to be a nutritional resource and not just a supplement company. That's what we're gearing towards. And I, th- and I think you're well on your way there. And would you say that, you know, give me this. I want to I want to end this with with two important questions. What's the sure. num- What's the number one thing flexible eating has taught you? Balance, hands down. Balance is far greater than anything else. If with balancing meals, if I learned how to balance. Even if I have a bad day, I can always balance it with a good day. If I have a bad meal, I can balance it with a good meal and still continue to lose weight or still continue to get stronger or whatever whatever I'm gearing myself to do. I, I love it. I think that's something that a lot of people realize. It's, it is about that balance. And, and even balance, you know, balance in, the, in the respect that, hey, I can have a, a cheat food and not feel like, like a bad person and not feel guilty about it. What? Right. And I and can I can I add to that? I'm sorry. I'd of like course. To, of can course. I add to that? I, I think the other thing that it really helps is 
this is something that we are, we're covering when and we're redoing our website and we have a lot of information that will put your relationship with food. You know, I, I am, was a terrible culprit of labeling foods as bad foods or good foods. And I think it's pretty natural for all of us because it helps us draw a line in the sand of the stuff that we should be eating or not eating. And when it came to what you told me is, you know, you can eat whatever you want as long as it, it's in within certain guidelines, those foods lost those labels in my head. So I don't look at Cheez-Its and say that's a bad food. I say I know that that's a certain amount of fat and a certain amount of carbs and a certain, you know, not a lot of protein, but um, I know how that fits into my plan. And I know that I can have some, but I'm not necessarily going to go crazy and eat the entire box. So, again, that balance and losing those food labels, I think, are the top two things. I, I think they, they're, they're tied for first. And that's, that's probably the hardest thing I overcome with every new phone call. I teach people, it's like, hey, it's not about what I have to teach you. It's, it's what about, about what you have to unlearn. Because right. one of the first questions I ask somebody new is, well, tell me about your life. And it's almost always... Oh, you know, I eat healthy, or I eat good, or I don't eat these bad foods, and I'm like, right, you know, I let them continue to talk, and then I'm like, okay, let's not look at food as good or bad, let's stop labeling, you know, I tell them, you can get fat eating too much broccoli, it's, you know, it's easier to get fat eating donuts, but it's certainly possible 100%. to overeat anything. Correct, correct, I mean, and that balance and that, that labeling, and I think that it's, it's a real problem that the nutrition industry has ingrained in our heads um, over and over again and I think the people who have learned that they can they can shop they can go to the supermarket and not necessarily feel stressed when they're walking down that aisle that has chips in it and feel like they can't buy those foods and I think it's human nature that once you label something as bad or good you know it derive certain types of behaviors and when something is bad or we know we shouldn't have it I think it makes us want it more I think it's just natural it's human like I'm I know I shouldn't be eating this well if it loses that label well it loses its luster um and I think it makes it if I want a few if I want some chips I'm gonna have some chips I'm not gonna go over I'm not gonna go overboard and that also takes some learning and time and, and so on and so forth but you know it really kind of eliminates those ideas and saying that I can, I, it's not bad anymore. I can eat it. I can eat it on a Tuesday. I don't have to wait for my cheat day to have something. I think that, that, that entire concept of a cheat day is also kind of manipulated people in a, in a way that's just, that it, it kind of, it, it makes people earn their food instead of just eating and realizing that food is neutral, that it doesn't, it's not bad or good. You know, you don't have to wait for a cheat day. Um, so I think those are the very important, important concepts for long-term sustainability of good health practice. I think that's important for our life, preventing disease, so on and so forth. There's obviously better foods, but, I mean, having some indulgences is just a natural part of life. And well, we can't avoid those. Completely agree with that. I mean... Throughout this talk, you've kind of touched upon different things, but let me ask you one last question, and that's what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who's about to start this journey of flexible eating? Um, that is a great, great question. Well, that's the only um, kind of questions I have, Joe. 
Um, I would say for somebody who's starting flexible eating, drop your assumptions. Drop your assumptions because if you really, I think the hardest part for me and, and you know, was dropping those assumptions that I could eat those foods and still lose weight. I think coming in as a fresh, clean slate and listening to the concepts and taking them exactly as they are is going to be the ultimate determinant of how quickly you're successful and building good habits. Um, I think that that's, you got to drop those assumptions. Like a lot of the things that have been ingrained in our heads from us as a child, they're very hard to drop and old habits die hard. But I think if you, the quicker you can drop those assumptions, the more success that you'll have. Well, and that brings up a good question. You know, everybody has this time. So I tell my story was, you know, I was frustrated with how I looked, how I felt, how I was performing, got my numbers from my coach, Ricky, and I was like, I'm in. I don't need to hear any more. I don't need to learn anymore. I'm going to making some pancakes because that's going to be my carbs for the day. You know, and I was just at that point mentally where I was diving all in. How, how quickly after you and I talked were you able to really – embrace the fact that you could eat these foods and still lose weight was there a turning point was it just like me where like day one you're like i'm on i'm on board or did you did it take some time it took me some time it definitely took me some time i would say it was probably about uh two months in you know i was still scared to eat those things uh and i think there was i went to a wedding and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to, like, pack food. I, you know, I was traveling, and it was just going to be really difficult for me to pack food for three or four days. So I was going to have to depend on uh, tracking my nutrients. And even that, I remember that, that week, I lost two pounds even with eating chips, bread, some, you know, like, cake, you know, there was, it was a wedding, uh, there was booze involved, and I remember eating a little lighter at the beginning of the day, knowing that you know, there was going to be a cocktail hour that's going to drink, and, I, you know, I didn't go crazy drinking, but I took those calories, I was cognizant of what I was drinking, um, so I still got a chance, I enjoyed the party, you know, there was no part of me that didn't enjoy the wedding, and I came back and I said, holy shit, I've been doing this wrong my entire life. Like, I can still enjoy myself wholeheartedly without any, like, really holding back by just being a little bit cognizant of what I'm doing. And that that turned me over because it wasn't the food that was it. It was the way that I was behaving around the food. Um, and it just, it made me really want to be much more cautious of what I was doing and that's kind of the point that I dived in. And I think those first two months, I probably lost four or five pounds. And then in the next month, I think is when I went from like losing five pounds to losing 14 pounds. I had a really, really great month. And that's when I really realized it. And it just, it, it was like, it was refreshing. It gave me like fresh energy because it made me want to work a little harder to be more diligent about what I was doing and how I was tracking. I think I was a little, even though I wanted to do it, I was kind of one foot in, one foot out at the beginning. 
And, and that, just to be clear, that wasn't the wedding that you and I went to together that we shall no, not talk that about. No, that was, no, it was, uh, no, it might, actually, no, Jay, it was. Really? I think it was that wedding. Yeah, I think it was that wedding. Like, we definitely, like, I had, that was what, October? Uh, I think it was September. Yeah, I think that was it. I think it was that wedding. Because it was hard to pack for that weekend. Yeah, and we worked out, too. You know, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. We went to. Out. We had a great meeting at Whole Foods at near Albany CrossFit. Right. Went to the gym, uh, and then we don't even have to talk about the rest of the night. That's right, and we didn't like nobody was tracking like crazy. We just knew, like I knew that I had, and we had a great time. We didn't go overboard, like you had a great you know, time. Came out of, you had a great time. I had a, okay, I had a great time. That's I not. Mean, that's know, not putting you words. You started, dude. Dude. Don't get me started dancing and don't expect a party's not going to just gather around me. Like, You're that, a good that's dancer. You're a good dancer, <laughs> for sure. But I remember I, I, I use that example a lot when I talk about, you know, hey, there, there's got to be days where you're just like, F it, I'm going crazy because yeah. I had ate with you that day and I really was like keeping an eye on my food because I was like, all right, I got to be clean. Right. I think I traveled a bit those right. prior weeks. Yeah, and I, like, and then right. and we went like we worked out and we went to Whole Foods we went to the bar and we got and we were pretty diligent and we were egg whites and, and yep. oatmeal and kept it light during the day because we both knew that that night wasn't gonna be as light right I mean that was uh, I mean the wedding was gorgeous there was ton, there was food everywhere and you know we all had some drinks and it was very enjoyable but you know I didn't I remember coming back and was thinking that I'm gonna be five seven pounds heavier because it was just such a destructive weekend and it wasn't it was awesome it's like the best feeling ever absolutely well i appreciate you being on i appreciate all you do for for my podcast for me and for the community and i hope to see you continue to make progress and i love seeing Thank what you. you're doing with strengthly and for those that are interested in the product the code that you can use for strengthly is ackerman 10 that's my last name Ackerman 10 and it gets you 10% off your products. I recommend it. I love it. And um, obviously, after talking to the founder, you realize he's doing it for the right reasons. And it's you've, he's got some really big things going on. Uh, you'll, you'll hear more about that on upcoming episodes and you'll see it on their website. I'm involved and some really cool things going on. But Joe, I appreciate you being on. Thanks, Jay, man. This was great. Hope to uh, do this again soon. We will. All right, bud. Have a